I enjoy my chats with Rose Jackson MP and she joins us on the program this morning. Rose, hello. Hey, Marcus, how are you? I enjoy my chats with you too. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Look, I used this graphic that you uh, had on social media just a a short while ago, uh, comparing housing affordability. Back in 1990, uh, we earned on average around $27,000 a year, and the average unit price in Sydney was 135k. Fast forward to 2021... The average wage in New South Wales, just shy of $70,000. Not bad. Uh, But, of course, the average unit price in Sydney, 12 times the average wage, sitting at just shy of $840,000. Is it any wonder we have a housing crisis? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everyone knows housing affordability is just at absolute crisis point in New South Wales right now. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you've got a job, if you're earning good money, if you're working hard, that doesn't seem to be making any difference in terms of whether you can afford a house. And that's a real problem because the promise that we had in the past was get a job, work hard, um, have an income, and there'll be housing available for you. And so many of those people are now saying, but I am working hard. I'm working, I'm working two jobs, I'm working three jobs, and still I can't afford to put a roof over my family's head. And that's a real problem. Well, it is. It's a societal problem and it also becomes a a family problem where younger people are forced to, if you've grown up in Sydney like I have, uh, I don't know how my kids are going to be able to afford to get into the the housing market. They're they're likely to be renting for life. Uh, You know, it's going to take eight years by uh, the latest, uh, well, the latest forecast, around eight years to save to buy your own home in Sydney. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. a, uh, that's that's incredible. Really it is. incredible. And, you know, it's so, it's, you know, oh, there's obviously a lot of talk about the bank of mum and dad. And look, I'm a parent too. And of course, you know, parents do want to help their kids out. I appreciate and respect that. But not everyone's got that bank. Not everyone can access the bank of mum and dad. So, you know, we've got to think about what's fair if people work hard get a job have an income they should be able to put a roof over their family's head and not rely on mum and dad or someone else um, to chip in in order to be able to afford to live in sydney that's just ridiculous and unfair and it's not just in the big city like sydney um there is a regional housing crisis and it it, it, look, it's not good news. Desperate families unable to find affordable rentals living in caravan parks. There are hundreds of messages in local buy, swap and swell, sell pages across New South Wales. People have given up thinking the government can help. And I refer to one that you shared on social media in Coffs Harbour, buy, sell and swap. It reads like this. Can anyone please help us at all? I'm desperate and need some type of accommodation. The kids and I have been living in caravan parks and motels for the past four weeks, and I'm dead set falling apart knowing my kids will have nowhere stable this Christmas this year. If anyone knows of any caravan park, motel, hotel that has anything available, please, please share my post to them. Please, if not for me, please help me for my children. This obviously from a desperate mother. Yeah, I mean, I'm really glad, Marcus, that, you know, we're able to talk about the regional housing crisis because, as you said, we often talk about Sydney and Sydney is catastrophically unaffordable. But in the regions, this is just biting so hard and it's particularly rental accommodation that is just not affordable. And that story that I picked up off a Coffs Harbour Buy, Swap and Sell Facebook group is just one of hundreds of messages on local Facebook groups that are similar families, 
desperate to find somewhere to live. A lot of the times they've been evicted from their rental properties, the rent's gone up, and there's just nowhere else that they can find. Their kids go to school locally. They work locally. They don't want to move. There's literally nowhere affordable for them to find to live. And what's really sad about that as well, Marcus, is they've they've tried everything. They've tried government services. They've tried looking in the normal places, and they're literally going to Facebook groups to say, please help me and my family. I mean, this shouldn't be the way that, you know, access to housing is managed in this country on the charity of people on Facebook groups. But when families are desperate, that's what they'll do. And the government needs to do a lot more in the regions particularly, I think. Well, there's a lot of it going on. Uh, couch surfing seems to be a thing. And, um, you know, it had surprised many people listening. Uh, the average... And I don't like using this term, but homeless person is actually a woman aged over 40 years of age and quite often with children in tow. Yeah, absolutely. The fastest growing group of homeless people in this country um, is women over 55. I mean, that is just shocking. And you're right. A lot of them are couch surfing. A lot of them are staying with friends. Maybe it's a relationship breakdown or an illness and they've ended up on the brink of homelessness. I mean, we're, like we're a rich country, we're a rich state. You know, yeah. we don't need to have our older people, our older women who've cared for us but raised kids. Um, they don't have super, and now they're on the brink of homelessness. And there are there are no specialist homeless services for women over fifty five in New South Wales. So, you know, the government has got a lot of work to do to support this really vulnerable group. All right, well, that's something I want to speak to Gareth Ward about. That's uh, his portfolio. Well, I think it's still his portfolio. Anyway, we'll, we'll look into that, and it's something you and I can focus on, and I want to, in 2022, as we get into the new year. Look forward to it. Uh, yeah, before I let you go, how did we get here, Rose? Why has housing become so damn expensive in Sydney and so unaffordable, even for rentals, for goodness sake. What's led to this? Is it, a, is it a market situation? Is it the fact that we've just allowed foreign ownership and people to come in from overseas and, you know, those with fat wallets pricing people out of the housing market? What is it, Rose, do you think? I know yeah, it's complex. I mean, it's a co- yeah, it is a complicated um, issue and there are a lot of contributing factors. But I think one of them is, you know, that we've had a real market failure where housing has become seen as an investment, like a, you know, a financial asset, as opposed to a home, as opposed to a place where people can live. And so that's our tax settings, that's Mm. our foreign investment settings. We haven't had enough supply of new housing, particularly social housing. Um, Our wages are so flat, so wages have just not kept up. So it's all of those things in combination. But I do think, you know, in particular... In this country, you know, we've had this slippage where we no longer see housing as something that everyone is entitled to. If they work hard, they should have a roof over their head. Mm. It's now seen as an investment asset, a financial asset for for wealthy people and for foreigners. Um, And, you know, those on middle incomes, middle class people working hard, they miss out. The squeeze is on them. Their wages are flat. There's not enough new supply. And that's compounded over years. And now we're in this catastrophically bad situation um and you know the government needs to act urgently on this this is the point i keep making it's gonna get we think we've hit rock bottom we haven't it's gonna get worse unless the policy settings change rose uh, it's something you and i will focus on uh, let's chat more often in 2022 uh, to you and your family uh, i wish you a very merry christmas and, and take care we'll talk in the new year Sounds great, Marcus. Merry Christmas to you too. Thank you. Rose Jackson, MP on the program.